0: Welcome to Tony's Take Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 118. It's getting hard to say all these numbers. I am Sean and joined with me, we have off-road forest green Andy.
1: Forest green, what a color. Um, I do want to introduce another one of our uh, members here. Just open the beer. He's really afraid to open the beer. No,
2: I wasn't afraid, actually. It was going to be kind of part of my intro. Oh, okay. ruined
1: it for him,
0: Andy. It It seemed like he
1: he caught himself, oh, no, I didn't open it before the show.
2: Well, I did, and then I decided it's going to be part of my intro. Okay. And so there it is. This is the voice of Tony Katz. That is Tony Katz over there. What are you drinking? Lagunitas something easy. Ooh. Uh, It's pretty good. It's a uh, tall can. Uh, Honestly, uh, you get uh, four of these tall cans at a grocery outlet. So your local grocery outlets yeah. only for nine ninety nine. Honestly, not a bad deal for a pretty big four pack of beers. Pretty good. Like these are strong. This is
1: two percent as strong as I thought. That's why they're the easy ones. Yeah,
0: true. But still
2: easy to them is still five point seven percent. Yeah.
0: Which to me is still especially with how tall this is. I'm drinking almost. Yeah, it'll blow your hair
2: back. Ten percent of beer here, Andy.
0: But um, this is the sports podcast. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Newcomers, Welcome, uh, listening wherever you are, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, some other thing we don't even know about. Awesome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and check out our entertainment podcast. But uh, we've got a lot of stuff to get into on this sports pod. So what do you guys say we just jump right in with uh, Achilles injuries, potential Achilles injuries? Yeah,
1: I think that's what it is.
0: I think everybody knows
2: that's what it is, but it yeah. hasn't just been like. But official. who
1: is it? Yeah, who was it? Because we Kevin didn't say Durant. There we go,
2: Kevin Durant. I think everyone knows it was. Yeah, there. we weren't
0: talking not about like, since Troy springer. has
2: an Achilles injury been this bad. And uh, speaking of Achilles injuries, really quick, I was actually listening to something too that talks about how a lot of these basketball players that have gotten Achilles injuries never come back the same. So they're older yeah. guys, though. Yeah, but I mean, still, not all just, of them. I was was literally
0: reading an article on uh, ESPN or no Sports Illustrated about uh, all of the people all the way down to you know ninety two Dominic Wilkins and uh, it shows their their points uh, per game and how it just kind of goes downhill and uh, yeah luckily I didn't know Durant was thirty for some reason I thought he was like thirty four yeah so he's still got luckily he'll be a lot more resilient.
2: Yeah, so I mean it'll be only time will tell but it's just uh, kind of sad because you hope not But it is possible that the dominant dominance of Durant we could have seen the last of it a couple mm-hmm. months ago
1: Yeah, if he's losing his explosiveness Yeah To get to the rim, but he's, he relies so much on just just natural because skill Because that's, that's what he, and...
2: that's what it was yesterday that did it for him is he looked I mean when he was just doing the spot-up shooting he looked good He started off three for yeah. three from yeah. three had 11 points but it was the moment he did one of those like crossover moves, and that's the thing with Kevin Durant. I mean, out of I mean, obviously we can see a little bit more now. But in your personal opinion, or both of your personal opinions, yeah, he was cleared to play. But do you think he was actually ready, like healthy, to play?
1: There's no way he would have played if it was not the NBA Finals. So, yeah. and this
2: is another thing I was going to ask you guys. I, I thought about this earlier. If Golden State's up three one, or even if that series is two two, does he play that game last night?
1: I think they. I think they only played. He only played this that game because 3-1. of the elimination. Exactly. I,
0: wow. Look at that. Same well, t- instinct.
1: Yeah, We all are on the same page here. Yep. Um, no, yeah, it's just completely. clear. And, that,
2: I mean, that, that GM or the pr- whatever, he, I think it was the general manager, that had come out, came yeah, out Bob and Myers had cried. his, like, whole s- emotional speech. And it was emotional because it is sad, but it's like you could almost tell. Like, and he even says, like, if you have someone to blame, blame me. But just sometime in the tone of his voice, too, you could just kind of. I just felt like you could kind of tell that he tried to say, like, it wasn't the doctor's fault. It wasn't any of these other guys' fault. These are good people. These are good people. It almost tells me, though, the way he was saying all that. Like, he's already trying to defend them. Like, I feel like they did try to say, like, hey, can you can you play? Like, they wanted him to play. I mean, and Kevin Durant's a competitor. And obviously, yeah. he was going to say, like, hey, yeah, I'm good to play. But it's be, the difference between being able to play and, like, really good to play is honestly a big difference. And was he able to play? Sure. But was he really good and healthy to play? I,
1: obviously not. This is still – a fluke, if I mean, if they're saying that it really was a calf injury to start, yeah, and that it turned into this Achilles injury, it's kind of a fluke. Now that they're not related, but like, this is the worst case scenario of playing on a on a strained calf. Yeah, is that
2: it? Doesn't give you the, like the power there, right? Like the muscles yeah, but you say that's protecting. that's the worst
1: case scenario. So you're thinking, oh, you could hurt it more or be out longer. I think but that's like, what they thought, the Achilles tear is and also for
2: what it's worth. Everyone, Golden State's not dumb. The players aren't dumb. The uh, general management's not dumb. They know Durant's pro- wasn't going to be there next year, probably. And I think it was almost one of those things like, "Hey, we're going to use you to your fullest right now because what do we care
1: if it, you it's do still his it a decision? It's always the player's no, I decision." I mean, the thing
2: is, though, is it's like when you're in the moment that and you know it's elimination, you do want to play because Durant might also think, if I am going to the Knicks, honestly, what if I'm never in the finals again?
0: Yeah, he might have yeah. thought
2: like that he might never be in a finals again. So it was just kind of one of those things where you know he wanted to play and i mean i'm sure he did feel good but it's just the whole thing of it's not ready to do those moves and that's what i was gonna say it's not like it was clay thompson out there who yeah came off the injury and the thing with thompson is he's not a big driver it is like he's had games before where they've showed his stats where he scores 40 points taking like 10 dribbles yeah kevin durant that's he's the opposite kevin durant's game is he isolates he drives in he stops pulls ups and it's like you need your Calf muscles and Achilles muscles for all that. And you know what? Am
0: I mistaken? Or were the f- you know, first uh you know, ten, eleven points, whatever it was that he had, were they for the most part pretty much just catch and shoot, maybe yeah. a dribble. Yeah, I don't because, think he yeah, had a whole lot going three on. Three of them were threes. That. Yeah.
2: So uh, nine of his eleven points were from three pointers. So So was, obviously those are more of just like, you know, he's spotting up whatever, and I remember I think he did have like a jump shot that he had, or he might have even gotten on I know it was a free throw line, I think. I think I, he, I, 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 I don't think he shot all, two free but... throws.
1: But it it's, seemed like the, there was a good strategy there, like to not stress on, put too much stress on the calf there and still be effective. And yeah. the, I mean, the Warriors just needed bodies, especially on defense as well. Like, just his, his yeah. size helps. Um, oh, and it they, showed an
2: event. And well, it just, it's just a bummer because, like, when you're uh, speaking of his defense, just remember that play where he went on the little, like, one on one with uh, Van Vliet and Van Vliet oh got yeah, fouled. And each he's other just sticks. looking down at him and what he's barking at do? him. Yeah. And he's – and a it's just like, boy. oh, that was the Durant I missed. Like, it was just kind of like, like that's what the Warriors needed. It was that little yeah. spark that
0: he is going to cause the, the like, you know, trash talking in there and yeah. all that stuff. But six footer coming in on a seven footer? I don't think so, pal.
2: But I think the thing, the bigger picture here, though, for Kevin Durant is the future. And it's now, I mean, what's going to happen here with this free agency? You know, he's a free agent this year. I mean, yeah. people are still saying he's going to get, they think he'll still get a couple max offers. So, I mean, I think the Knicks will still be interested in him because it's one of those things where let's say it is a torn Achilles, which it probably is. We're assuming it is. Yeah. What He's do you probably have? Probably out nine months, I, eight, eight to nine eight, months. Nine
1: months. Yeah. I, I mean, DeMarcus was out for a, a an year. entire year. Yeah. So some, and people, he that's wasn't the thing is, some people are out enough. even
2: longer, but I think Duran will be out shorter. I mm. personally think he'll be able to get most back.
1: of
0: the people on here. It, it pretty much seems like eight and eight is the perfect number for, uh, for the majority of these injured players. Um, but like right here, of course, how do you say his name? Mem- Mehmet Rakur. Memet- so he was 30 in 2010, and uh, he was averaging um, – in 2009, 2010, he was averaging 13 points. But then I'll, I'll clear this up. The year before that, he was averaging 17 points. He was kind of already on the decline, but after his injury – Yeah, I
1: didn't know that guy even had an injury, though. So he just went away. <laughs> after his
0: injury, he played 30 more games over uh, the two years of his career, only averaging 6.5 points.
1: Yeah, one of the, one of the other concerns. Obviously, he's you, not
0: the same ca- caliber player, but you yeah. know what I mean.
1: When you get an injury like that, and you start to get other little injuries, like if he's going to start favoring the left leg because yeah. he's worried about the right leg, and then you get little hamstring pulls and stuff like that, and yeah, someone like Mehmet or Core, you could see that happening. A, a you know a big guy start you know hurting his feet, and then he can't move, and he can't you can't throw him out there on defense, and his career's done. And that's uh, just not going to happen with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant can transform into a different type of player who, you know, just a, a, like Dirk or something. Yeah. The second half of Dirk's career, he hasn't relied on any, like, explosiveness. It's just been yeah. little fadeaways and stuff, and he could, he could definitely do that. And that, that version of Dirk won a, tri- won a title.
2: Yeah. So. I mean, I'm Devin. I mean, I still think Durant will come back. I still think he'll be a good player. It's just he, it might not be the quickness and the dominance that we've seen in the past, but only time will tell. I mean, I you know yeah. we'll, we'll know literally about this time next year yeah. how he is, and honestly, it might even be a couple more years until we really find out how he is. Yeah, and so
0: uh, and I mean, yeah, think about Demarcus. He yeah, was out a whole year, and then he comes back and injures himself again.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's, it's not it's as different long different an injury with how much weight like, yeah, DeMarcus, Demarcus is, is carrying versus. Guy. I mean, that's actually one of the problems. When I saw it, they kept showing the zoom in oh, yeah. on Kevin Durant. I'm like. My his wrist legs, is bigger than his yeah, legs.
2: His legs are so skinny.
0: He only weighs 240. And he's what, like 6'10", 6'9"? They claim 6'9", but I, I think it's 6'11". Seven, 11. Yeah. Didn't yeah. Everyone say 6'11". Um, I sent this to Tony. Andy, you don't have uh, Instagram, uh, uh, so I don't know if you saw it on just a news outlet, but you can see on the close-up, like something basically snapped The his leg. Yeah, no, I watched leg. that. That's,
1: that's the classic, the oh roll-up roll of the cap, calf muscle. Oh, that looks so bad. Cut from the tension yeah. cut from the tendon. Yeah, it looks so yeah.
0: bad.
2: It's pretty bad.
0: But,
1: but uh, I will say, though, like now bringing it into the game. Uh, well, let's still uh, talk about his, right. his prospects, free agency. Where is he going? Do all you right. see a potential return to Golden State if they say, like, our bad. <laughs> We're going to give you the five-year max. Um, no one else can offer you that. So you're going to get paid for a year for doing nothing, just rehabbing. And then you're still with us for another four years. Earning tons of money, um, you know. Are the Knicks worried? Um, how does this affect Anthony Davis's decision? Does he? Well, I'm he's glad still going to Lakers. I'm glad There's all kinds that of that stuff.
2: There is a big. Uh, there were some odds that came out today that have Anthony Davis as like a pretty heavy favorite to play for the Lakers, I guess next. Yeah, but there's minus also there's
1: the chance that he decides, I want to go where KD goes. Yeah. And well, KD's not, not going to able – KD's not going to be available this next year. Yeah, Maybe well, I'll just play look, so, out my well, contract.
2: Okay, so what you're saying, though, is why I think the Lakers have become the big favorite now mm-hmm. because I saw today how the Lakers were minus 500 for where AD's going to play next, which is a heavy favorite for those of you out there that don't understand. That's $500 just to profit 100. And I think about what you just said. I think the Duran injury made it like, okay, he's what's going to happen here? He's not even going to be really playing next year. So Davis might not want to – isn't going to want to join wherever he goes right off the bat because he won't even be playing. So then it's kind of like, well, hey, then maybe I can still go to L.A. Yeah, this kind of – LeBron I feel like in mapped his last out, couple of years.
0: Mapped it out for him, I feel like.
1: Yeah. Well, we, well, we can get a uh, – just a total dud of a free agency period here with um, yeah. Raptors win the championship, Kawhi signs a short-term extension, Kevin Durant is hurt and doesn't – it's like so nothing could happen. Let me ask we you that really s-
2: quick. If, if the Raptors do win this thing – you think that makes Kawhi want to stay?
1: No, not necessarily. I, I, think, I think more re- I so it makes he can him leave. want to leave. Yeah.
2: I think there's nothing better than going to a place that you didn't even want to go to to begin with, winning a championship there for a city that's never won a championship for basketball, and then piecing out. And it was kind of just like like I think we talked about last week. Like You just look back yeah. and you're like, who was that man? Yeah, Who yeah. was that mystery man that just won us a championship and disappeared into the mist?
1: And I don't love their, their team going forward. It's, oh, it's yeah. really working, but... Not without Kawhi. Marcus Gasol and... Kyle Lowry, there's two and three. Yeah, Kyle or Lowry. We I
2: mean, we'll get into it later. Kyle yeah, we'll, chance, we're going to
1: talk but. about what actually happened in the game here. But just this uh, Kevin Durant stuff is uh, going to be what cool. everyone's talking about even after the uh, series is over. So, um, But, yeah, like, I, I texted
2: That will be the biggest news, I think, in the NBA. The two biggest stories, I think, in the NBA after the season ends will be Kevin Durant's future, like where is he going to go, his injury, and then where is Anthony Davis going to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then after that zion williamson gonna be stars gonna be in the
1: league summer league summer league oh, summer league
2: i think I, we might have to go out to vegas do a live pod out oh, there yeah. Ooh, summer league game we, yeah, we can, can we NBA reach Legends? out to his people and see if yeah. we can get him on the pot can you imagine
0: that'd be spectacular
2: might be able, able to get like, like, a few words that's a big break dunk. right there
1: we can get cam reddish on that's probably yeah we got <laughs> as good as we can get we
2: should do like like what was the good old neighbor stuff how they used to go out there and oh yeah interview like the giants like San Francisco Giants, like, what if we just started doing something like that? We threw, like, Joe in the field.
0: Oh, that'd be a disaster.
1: He'd never come back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, That would be uh, funny, but I mean. So you think Durant's still going to the Knicks and just going to sit out a year? Yeah, I honestly just still don't see him staying
2: with the Warriors. I think the Warriors, with him being hurt, they'll want to just probably take their money elsewhere and just kind of be like, thank you. And because I guess even, like, I don't know, Klay Thompson even, I guess, had said in an interview – after the game and then he had made some comment about like, you know, any team will be lucky to have him type thing. Like, it's almost like he knows the breakup's coming. But mm-hmm. I think I think the team knows. I bet he's said things to them before, like, or at least he's hinted, like I'm gonna be gone. You know, they all see the media stuff. They all see that how, like, the Knicks are worded like, it seemed like the big favorite to land him and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, but I don't think this makes the Knicks afraid to get him because I think the Knicks know they have a young team and they know that Maybe they'll be able to – if they do get someone else, maybe they'll be able to kind of have a decent team. And uh, maybe if they do have Durant, he comes back in March or something and right around the playoff time. I mean, will they be a playoff team, though, is the big thing. Like, probably no, no, not. Yeah. But, I mean, and then the, you look in the future because they are already a young team. Like, they're not expecting to win a championship this next year. It'd have to be, like, probably the year after. More of, like, the 2021 season is what they'll be looking at. So – and by then Durant would only be like thirty-two, I think. But. Yeah,
1: but then I think you're all you're kind of looking at a uh, Lakers LeBron situation of like. Yeah, no, and that's you're trying exactly to build they... a team around a guy aging. Yeah, no, you're right. You have a window, and it's.
2: Yeah, the Knicks so, just uh, get, continue to get fucked. Let's cause... just put it that way. Didn't get Zion Williamson after they were yeah. favored to be the number one pick. Now it looks like okay. Well, it looks like we're gonna get Durant. Durant's now. If you do get him, you're not gonna have him for over a year, like at all this next season. And then it looks like. Uh, well, Kyrie Irving's a big name of what's going to happen there, and I saw that it looks like the Nets are a big candidate for him. But I was talking about this with uh, our uh, good bartender friend Tommy, who's been on the show, who will be on the show again once oh, yeah. we get the happy hours going. He Next was month. talking about it last night how he's eager to come back on. But he was talking about, too, is like if uh, Kyrie Irving goes to the, uh, Brooklyn, what happens with uh, D'Angelo Williams? I mean, D'Angelo, wow, D'Angelo Williams, D'Angelo
1: Russell. Yeah, no, I've heard he's, he just had uh, that big
2: year. And he's one of those guys that I don't think does nearly as well with a guy like Irving on the team also. He needs to have yeah, his own can't, team. Yeah, they can they can't play together. His own young team.
1: Um I don't know how well liked he is in the NBA. It, it was a good story that he actually like you know lived up to a bit of his promise, had a good season, but he's not like considered one of the top. He's he's uh, no, I agree. It's a good phrase, and he's not—he's not up there. And with immediately other
2: guys, in so. the off season, he goes and gets in trouble for having weed on an airplane. Oh, who cares? I yeah. mean, I don't care either. But it's just kind of one of those things. Like, weeds, like legal, basically, like almost everywhere. It's like just go wherever you go, just get it from someone. I mean, you're going to obviously have some sort of hookup or some sort of dispensary. Mm-hmm. Why do you have to bring it on the plane? Yeah. But uh,
1: now the last thing I want to talk about with Katie's injury is yeah. the uh, controversy with the the fans. Oh yeah, cheering, oh, and really then rolling. people getting crazy about how like how dare they and Not very Clay Canadian. Thompson was gonna yeah. you know fight people in the stands. He about was it.
2: getting pissed off. I enjoy. I love Clay Thompson. I like his like because he is kind of quiet, but then it's like he does become like an asshole very easily. He's supposed to be in
0: Space Jam too. Is
2: he? Yeah. Well, fuck yeah. So that means he's gonna yeah, eventually come to. Lakers. I know a lot of people. <laughs> it <does.
1: laughs> said it was it was bad. It is bad to cheer people for getting hurt if they're in pain. Oh yeah, if it's a serious um, injury too. But I know as a a fan of. A, teams that have not won championships. Like, if last October, Chris Sale throws a pitch game one, and he comes up and his elbow's hurting, I'm not going to be like, oh, that's a shame. I'm going to be like, yes, fuck yes. Because I want my team win to win more than anything. Um, I don't have the luxury to fall back on of history. Neither do the Raptors fans. So, like, if you're like... So, Bill Simmons was saying, oh, this is horrible. And it's like, yeah, because the Celtics have won 45 titles. If this was the first time... Your Celtics were in the championship. You would want Magic Johnson to like start limping around, and it's like
2: so you might I'll, feel you might you don't you don't I
1: want have, people to be in pain or in yeah, hurt, yeah. but well, you want to win. Nobody or just don't wants anybody it. to be
2: in like seriously hurt. So this is where I'm gonna what my opinion on it is. When he first went down, I don't think anybody thought it was very very serious. I thought what every I think what everyone thought was they all knew he came in playing with a calf injury. They just thought he aggravated the calf. Yeah, he's not gonna be able to finish. So they're all cheering because they're excited. Like, yes, like Durant's gone. He's the best player you know, on the court when he's healthy. We're, we're going
1: to win the title. He's this gone. Incredible.
2: But I think once people started to realize it was serious, like he needed to get limped around. If you do look, you know, Drake, is buddies with him, he was showed that he was upset at least that Durant was hurt. And then it did look like the crowd actually was giving like a standing ovation clapping as for, KD. Yeah, for a guy that's – now that they realize, oh, it's serious, then you got the whole like standing ovation for an injured player coming off the court. So I – I think just some people just overreacted quickly with the fans cheering. But I think once some of the fans started realizing, oh, shit, it's actually a pretty serious injury, they kind of clapped when he was coming off like, okay, you know what? That sucks. But, yeah. But, yeah. No, but I mean, but I agree. If I was in the Raptor Stadium and I saw Durant go down right like that, I would have been like, hell, yeah, he's out. Like, he aggravated the cap. But then finding out that, oh, man, he's actually going to be out in nine months, then that's like, okay, that's a bummer. Like, I can quietly be like, I'm happy he's off the court but i'm upset at yeah for him as like that is yeah as a basketball fan you still like to watch him play i
1: thought some of the media including mike breen there but overreacted that's, that's to be job, like though. oh toronto how dare you do this and it's like no these are fans and they're this was a good thing for their chances of winning
2: that's also the media's job is to absolutely overreact yeah. to everything yeah you got a ruffle feather <laughs> somehow so but and that's why they get people talking about it they want to but uh
1: and there are some players i would cheer to get hurt right <laughs> i'm sure harden if uh Vonte's perfect oh, yes. took a big hit by, yes. say, someone named Juju Smith Schuster oh, in a yeah. game. Would you be fired up about it? Oh, I was fired up about yeah, that. Totally.
2: I was actually very fired up about that. I remember that. that was one of those things where you remember where you were. It was a December. It was a cold oh, night. Oh, God. And I was on my way to the used concert with uh, our good friend, Wrecking Ball Joe, and oh. uh, a little kid we have not had on the show, Brian Hand. He's not, he needs support. a
1: permission slip, and we just, yeah, yeah, we I just don't have enabled to...
0: We do these kind of late. <laughs> yeah, I can't. The sun's going down. He's got to be back home. <laughs> um, but do we want to shift uh, towards NBA Finals talk now? Officially? I think so.
2: Yeah, we've got to talk about what just – So, more despite basketball. We'll just we'll going just out, they won. We'll just fast forward basically like when he did get hurt. They were up by like, I want to say like seven or nine points-ish. Yeah, they, somewhere around and there. And he looked good. He and was looking great. It was one of those things where the team could have completely deflated. And they stayed strong. They continued throughout the entire game to have like – The lead by between like I want to say three to to eleven points, points, pretty much. I think they got it as high as like thirteen or fourteen, but then it got down to. I mean, we'll we'll get there. But the one thing that I thought was pretty big was that, and maybe he was fired up because of the injury. But Demarcus Cousins came in and actually did do pretty well. He was looking. I think he scored eight or nine points in five minutes. Yeah, he looked good. And I've been saying it like the two games they've won have been the only two games Demarcus Cousins has been pretty good. Like they need Demarcus Cousins. I still think that because people forget, it's like that's still DeMarcus Cousins. He's he's good, but it's like he's obviously not as good as he was, let's say, two three years ago. But the
1: other thing is, so Golden State always had this. uh, They call it like the lineup of death, the small ball lineup. Draymond at the three, it hasn't been working uh, this playoffs, but it doesn't work against Toronto at all with Gasol and Ibaka and like Siakam just. That's the other thing I was going to say is so they need that big body.
2: Ibaka has played, in my opinion, like great basketball this entire like since obviously the Milwaukee series. And I was actually – it was funny. I was reminiscing when I was watching the game with uh, Wrecking Ball Joe last night how it's so crazy to me to still think that at one point the Thunder roster had Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Serge Ibaka and did not win a championship. And Kendrick Perkins. And Kendrick Perkins. And Nick Collison.
0: (laughs) I don't like Perkins.
1: It was a joke, but – Yeah, I don't think Laker fans really do.
0: He's an angry-looking guy. Uh, He's
1: very sweet, though, on the inside. I'm sure he's a,
0: a teddy bear. Is he? I, I think so. I think he's a like,
1: very popular guy.
0: Which one was getting in
2: big trouble Baby Davis? recently for like guns or something?
1: I don't know. Zach Randolph. Yeah, Big Baby was the guy who like curb stomped a guy outside a club. Yeah, I think that guy was. So uh, that's funny because yeah. if you look at the two of them,
0: Big it's, Baby it's looks the like opposite. the nice one. Yeah, yeah he Perkins looks, the looks, the teddy looks permanently bear.
2: mad, but Perkins is just big teddy bear. While yeah. Davis is out there stomping people, apparently.
0: Don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Is what they tell you. Or well, back
2: face. to the game. You know what we do
0: here, Andy? We we ramble.
1: So the Warriors, I think, were inspired by. Durant's return, uh, especially their three-point oh, shooters. They, oh, yeah. Oh. To start the game, and I think what was kind of scary when Durant went out is that despite how good the Warriors looked and shot, they were still not up by, like, 18 or anything. They were mm-hmm. It was a, still a close game, they and were, it's like, oh, shit, what's going to happen now?
0: They started, what, five of five from three, right? I think It was so. four for four, or, four, or, four or, five or, five or five of five. five. It yeah. was one or the other, but it was funny. The One of the announcers uh, last night was like, yeah, you can just totally tell, like, the confidence all of the other players have. You know, it's like they're out there, and their big brother finally came out to play, and they just have all the confidence. Yeah. Like, my God.
1: And I would, if Steph Curry heard that, would be like, "Fuck you!" I, th- I think he's older than Durant, and yeah, he's been there longer. He's like, Kevin Durant's not my big brother.
0: Well, but that's how they were playing, that's, that's I, Mark was, Jackson. I well, I also like, true.
1: yeah, Van Gundy was like, I wouldn't want my big brother out there because yeah. no knows who he is because he's, <clears throat> oh, yeah. you know, a coach, and that's comedic relief. Yeah, great Van Gundy line.
0: Um, I'm I'll tell you who I do not like seeing threes, and I just have to get it off my chest. Iguodala. No, Demarcus Cousins. Green. I can't stand oh. watching him shoot. He needs oh. his entire body from his toes yeah. all the way to his hands. <laughs> he needs to be set, and he needs four seconds to get that shot off. and he made that like one. I don't like watching him shoot. He had the yeah, biggest smile on his face. Yeah, oh yes, well, 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 he that did. That was a big three, though. I think they were down by one when he shot that, right?
2: Or they were up by one. I think they it, were up by one. It was something like yeah. that. We'll say they were up by one, and that put them up by four. Because I'm pretty sure. That sounds right. That sounds right. But. uh well, anyway, like shifting back to the like going into later into the game, it was fourth quarter, and I don't know about you guys, but uh, I thought it was gonna we were gonna see the championship yeah. be over. I thought oh, it looked, Kawhi seen, had ten points. Yeah. in Kawhi a minute. Leonard went. It reminded me of a Kobe Bryant moment. Man, he yeah, just took over. Okay,
1: I think we were comparing it to Michael Jordan, but you know you have your fun. Same.
2: Well, Shut your mouth. It basically, is okay. We'll do Michael Jordan. Yeah, since it's Kobe Bryant's finals. classic
1: finals performance, eight of twenty-four or whatever it was.
2: I just remember five
1: rings. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that last one where he shot terribly. He needed Sasha Vujic to bail him out. <laughs> it was Ron Artest
2: who hit the last three yeah. in that against the Celtics. When he was open, he's got that famous quote saying, like, I heard the Zen master in my head saying, don't shoot it. But I was like, I don't care. I'm going to
0: shoot it.
2: <laughs> 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 he is, uh, wow, just anybody out there, YouTube some Ron Artest videos later or Meta World Peace, whatever the hell you want they to call him.
0: He just said in an interview that he – Thinks he drank about fifty barrels yeah. of Hennessy in his career. He also
2: says the best basketball player he's ever seen in his life was some guy in, from his oh, yeah. hood that he used he to play streetball with.
0: Yeah,
1: he got stabbed at the park with the table <laughs> or something, the broken table. And god, god damn. And he got a discount. Or he or he got a job at Circuit City so he can get the discount yeah. while he's an NBA player. Hey,
0: no, I respect the hustle. on that. So, <laughs> you know how much TVs used yeah. to cost. He's also the one that wasn't it one
2: year when the when he first went to the Lakers or something when they were getting their rings. He because he wasn't on the championship team the year before he went to have dinner with some random like family while they were getting their rings it was some story like that I really? can't remember the gist of it but I yeah. remember it was some along those lines where he had tweeted something and someone responded said like hey come have dinner with us and I think he actually did <laughs> wow but anyway again we get yeah. sidetracked we do very we do here.
0: we do babble uh,
2: so anyway. Kawhi Leonard went on a crazy run, like a run that made you just be like, you know what, it was his. It's his yeah, year. this is
1: the story. It's and written already. all of
2: a sudden though, they're up by six with the ball, and then they call a timeout, and that I think there were some people today that were a little upset about oh, it. Oh yeah,
0: they did not like that. And Nick that Nurse call. came
2: out and said like, you know, I wanted to rest my guys, but it was one of those things where it's like, well, you also rested Golden State, uh-huh. who was struggling to score and struggling to play defense in that two-minute span.
0: Curry missed like three threes. Yeah.
1: DeMarcus Cousins has lost probably oh. 10 pounds over the course of the game. Just, yeah.
2: <laughs> he looks yeah. lo- just lost in general though. Yeah. also. So then uh, they get the ball, they turn it over, and then the Splash Brothers happened. Thompson hits a three to cut it to three. Curry hits a three to tie it, and then Clay Thompson, that pump fake, Ibaka flies not. by pump, wide pump open. Pump fake of the year right there. And he hits that three, and it's they're up 106-103 with about 56 seconds, and then I don't remember what happened the next possession, but I.
1: So, this is actually a little bit of a controversy. Uh, Marcus all yeah. drove in. He got fouled. They didn't call it. The NBA report said, yeah, it was a foul. It came out. It was out pretty like obvious to ago. me. And so, what I thought, you know, went, oh, conspiracy. NBA wants to keep the, I almost keep the had series to, alive. At the
2: time, though, I thought some of those refs wanted it to go the other way for Toronto yeah. because. Then, the immediately De- after that, Yeah, was the Demarcus the... Cousins putback, I guess now it kind of seems like it might have been a makeup call because. Yeah. To me, that looked off the cylinder.
0: It was, and I, think yeah, I don't it, know. It was it was, it was, it was very much like. But borderline. it's one of those things
2: where, if they call, counted it on the court and they reviewed it, I think it still would have counted. Like yeah. it was one of those things where it just wasn't conclusive enough. But to me, it looked a little off. And then, you know, Gold State had the ball up by one with like twenty-eight seconds or thirty-one seconds, I think it was. And then, uh, you know, Demarcus Cousins the illegal screen, which also seemed kind of, I don't know, in it's, that situation. Yeah, it's I a feel right call, like, but they
1: say no one will ever. You know blow the whistle on that and they said on the Subsequent play Marcus Gasol Had an illegal screen or was holding Draymond yeah. Green
2: I mean in my like, opinion it's almost like They almost and I mean I don't blame them Wanted to see Toronto have the ball with 15 Seconds left down by one yeah. with a chance to win the finals Because when was the last time we saw an NBA finals go down At a buzzer beater mm. I mean I Can't not in any of my the, Times I remember really so At least game the clinching game yeah
1: Not the clinching game but uh, Ray Allen Hit that shot for the yeah, heat yeah, that was big um, That if he missed it the Games over, Spurs win the championship. Miami wins game seven after that shot in game six. So yeah. that's, that's the only thing I can think of that I remember. Yeah. Like, yeah, like the Jordan shot over Russell wasn't the last one of the game. I think it was under a minute, but yeah, I don't think it was the last play of the game. But
2: Yeah, it was pretty late. It's actually funny you bring that up really quick because that today is actually the anniversary of his flu game in oh, yeah. game five. And I didn't know this until I read it on like the whatever Instagram account I saw it on today that he got food poisoning, which is why he was sick. And apparently it was because they were in Utah, and when it was a pizza that they made for him. They purposely, I think, got him, or at least that's the conspiracy, is they purposely got him sick yeah. because apparently like five guys delivered it to him, and they thought that was kind of weird, but it was like, yeah, they didn't overthink yeah, it. Yeah, five guys mixed burgers. Like, cool. Well, the five oh, guys, Andy. five little uh, missionaries delivered him a
1: pizza. <laughs> so here's the thing. If you live in Chicago and then you go to Salt Lake and try their pizza, you're going to get sick, even <laughs> yeah. if it's the best Salt Lake pizza out there.
2: But regardless, I'm just saying, the Jazz fans have a history of being not the nicest fans for people that are supposed to be, like, the nicest people, you know. I'm not even going to get into that. Don't even let me get into Utah. Yeah, Tony's getting political <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, don't even, don't even let me. But, you know, they, from what the story is, is that... He got food poisoning and it was from a pizza that they already kinda of felt fishy about, but obviously, you know, you're not thinking anyone's trying to intentionally give you food poisoning, but that's the scary thing about being a superstar and eating on the road, to be honest. Like if I was unless I was in like a complete five five star restaurant, I would honestly bring my own food.
1: Yeah, I bet Kawhi brings his like energy balls for himself. Oh, I don't I, think he I enjoys would. food or laughter. Yeah. Do you think Kawhi watches TV? Does anybody yeah. remember laughter? Yeah.
0: They when they asked him like like how is it you know in Toronto or just people going you know crazy this and that and he's like uh you you just have to ask yeah. someone who lives there who no. you know walking on a street He's like uh I don't think I could answer that <laughs> what the fuck yeah. is that also Andy someone asked Kawhi Leonard is it true you've bought
2: property in Toronto and he said no he said I haven't bought any yet yeah we never know that oh he hasn't bought it yet well he just says he hasn't he's like no I haven't bought any. But it's like, maybe yet, yeah. Yeah. But regardless, he hasn't bought any yet. Maybe Maybe he he wants wants
1: to have it there in case. I mean, the guy's gonna have so much fucking money. Well, if they win the
2: championship, I would buy a a house there anyway, just so I can always come back and have. Eventually, they'll have a statue of him. Yeah. Also, side note about Toronto, because I was looking at other like little props for next season. It's a heavy favorite, like either minus three fifty or minus five hundred. That Toronto is where uh, they predict Vince Carter is going to play next year.
0: That'd be really cool. Well, own, it's a big favorite. Really? So.
1: The owner said never. Well, owner well said, swallow your pride.
0: pride. Swallow your pride, owner.
2: Let me see because, I mean, we'll keep
1: All right. talking, whatever. But I just remember seeing that was...
0: I would really like that. That would be awesome.
1: He had a very ugly exit. I don't care. They care. Let bygones <laughs> be bygones, Andy. There are certain people I wouldn't want back on my teams. Who are your teams? Any of my teams. Any of your teams? Yeah.
0: I don't know. I they, go, just... they go, they go. I don't know the story. I don't care to know the story unless it's juicy. I'm kidding. I don't, I so, really don't
1: care. So w- one of the stories is that they were running up a final play at the end of the game. And before that happened, Vince Carter told the other team what they're going to do. Why would he do that? Because he hated Toronto and wanted to get traded. He was, tra- he was demanding a trade at the time. What year was this? 2005, whenever he got traded. So he actually told the other team what we're going to do and ruined the thing for him. He was actively... Working against like his teammates. Like he just walked over there? <laughs> when they were inbounding the ball, he said, we're going to do this. Hmm.
2: So here we go. Here well, he's some... matured, Andy. I'm just going to give 41 you guys. now. Oh, my gosh. I'm just going to give you guys some quick NBA specials since we've been talking a lot about the NBA. Where will Kevin Durant play game one of the 2019-2020 season? The favorite at minus 175, so not a huge favorite, is the, the New York Knicks. Oh. The couch. The couch, yeah. The next favorite at plus 210 is Golden State Warriors. The third favorite, Andy, at 5-1, to one, the L.A. Clippers. Oh. The Andy's third favorite like at 7-1, the Brooklyn Nets. And then the last team at 7.5-1 uh, is the Lakers.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now it says, where will Vince Carter? This is what. See, where will Vince Carter play game one of the 2019-2020 season? Minus 500 favorite, the Toronto Raptors. There you go. Can I
1: short that? Because it makes well, money. Well, then
2: plus 650 is the Orlando Magic. And then it's the Charlotte Hornets at 7-1. to one, And then Golden State at 7.5-1. Here's my thing. Vince Carter is going to – he already said it's probably going to be his last season. Why the hell are like teams that are not going to be in the playoffs like a couple of those contenders? Like obviously Toronto, maybe Golden State. I'd honestly like to see him in Golden State.
1: Well, it sounds like he wants to – That's cool. They think he might want to stay in the southeast. He's from Orlando. Um, Charlotte because he played at Duke – or not at Duke – at North Carolina. There's some reasons for that. I'm going to give
2: you one more, Andy, because I think you're really going to enjoy this.
1: Where's Jeff and Gundy going to coach? Odds to
2: win this year's sixth man of the year. Minus 5,000. Okay. Lou Williams. All right. All right.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> a enormous favorite.
1: <laughs> I think him and Trez are just going to share it. I hope they're both there at the awards ceremony. Montrez is. And
2: he's in the top three. It's yeah, Lou, Lou Williams. Can you guess who number two is?
0: Just the it,
1: entire Um team. It's kind of a quiet. He's in the East Coast. On the East Coast. Jarrett Allen. No, he starts. He starts. I don't know. It's, it's one of those guys I'll tell you Nets. what I'll give this hint to Sean He's the other guy from the Nets
2: It's what we You like to call Andy When he
1: plays basketball uh,
0: Oh I know <laughs> Who do I call you?
1: He's, he's a younger man His father played in the <laughs> oh, NBA Oh Sabonis <laughs> Of course <laughs> DeMontis Sabonis Were none of those Nets guys A six man?
2: Uh, they're not I can't They all started This only shows the top three yeah. Also, Andy Doc well, Rivers number two favorite for the Coach of the Year, but unfortunately, that's a yeah. nine and a half to one odds because Butenholzer is a huge
1: favorite. Also, although you think if they're voting today, Nick Nurse would win, but well, strange odd, how it works. odds
2: to win MVP is also a huge favorite for Giannis, and then odds to win Rookie of the Year is huge for Luca. But anyway, those are just some fun little basketball props since we're on yeah. the. Topic I believe that of,
1: that show, the award show, um, I believe they air that like a couple days before the draft. So okay late june you can watch that if you really care uh, andy
2: i don't know where you think we're at but we're almost in late june i know could have just have another week or
0: two it's the 11th yeah. as we're recording this
2: well anyway back to the game <laughs> yeah we've did uh, we, we tell them who won <laughs> i just realized i mean i knew this was gonna be a little bit of a longer one today because there's a lot of sports but man we have uh well I'm, this was a fascinating
0: it was yeah it was, i was very excited for that game it was a a really
2: exciting almost game a, no, seat almost the whole no I, game. i'm excited though this was a lot to talk about this wasn't i'm excited about it the fans are excited the, the first
1: four games kind of sucked if you're being honest oh they also yeah they absolutely sucked. Like this was the, the best warriors scored 92 points in the game i didn't think i'd ever see that yeah it was insane so like we said we, we left off at clay thompson
2: taking the or no at the free throw line the charge whatever that was the screen toronto's got the ball van vliet's got it i think he gives it up to leonard a lot of people were upset Leonard didn't take a shot, but then when the guy asked Leonard, he laughed and said, I had two guys coming at me. I didn't think I could take it. What would you have liked to see there? Because it ended up being Lowry in the corner, forcing up a corner shot with green in his face. Wasn't it wasn't even
0: close. Hit the
2: side of the backboard. Back would you have liked to see Leonard just take the shot anyway? Like I right mean, when he got it? Knowing
0: that was the shot they ended up getting. Well yeah, yeah it's
2: easier to say that now knowing
0: that what we know, but regardless no, though. No, I mean, he
1: already had the magic against that the Sixers shot where he Probably should so have he passed.
0: Do it again. I think because of but, that he should have. But Here's I thought something. I thought
1: that lined up perfectly. Yeah. I, and who knows if if Draymond didn't get there and tip the shot? Yeah, he scared if him. Kyle Lowry. No, he did hit it. Yeah, they, he did he, contact. He got he a did? piece of it. Yeah, yeah right. and he didn't miss that bad. But let's say that goes that goes in. That's such a great story. The Kyle Lowry's oh, been, been there for like forever. So and I guess taking so much shit.
2: I'll. I would have been. It would have made me okay to see that. I would have been happy if, yep. like, that's how it did end. It was I was rooting for again, another but
1: game, but when I saw him get the ball in the corner, I was rooting for him to make that shot. Yeah, great. so
2: my only thing is like, I w- like I was saying, I would have been okay. I would have been content with that, I guess. But I am cheering for Golden State because the night before the game, so on Sunday night, I put down a pretty nice bet on Golden State to win the NBA Finals, down three to one at a little over four to one odds. So I couldn't. I just couldn't resist that, so it's been kind of fun. It's fun to kind of have a you know, bet like that going because I hardly do future bets. But uh, the thing about it, though, is I did not think I would be cheering for Golden State at all. Like, I have literally cheered for Golden State all five games so far, and going into that series, it was like I was all about Toronto, and it's just so funny how life works. Mm-hmm. The team I thought I would never like, I've been cheering heavily for over the last week
1: and we will cheer very heavily for on Thursday. Yeah, it's weird. They're I have a, a soft spot for them right now, too. Because yeah, you kinda, it's
2: weird. It's almost like you don't want to see them go down in a weird way. Yeah. It's that's, like a Stockholm syndrome almost.
1: Yeah, it's like they've been torturing the Western Conference for so long, and they've forced all these teams to kind of dissolve. You see, like, the Rockets are imploding. The Clippers broke up their team. The Spurs – like, Kawhi just quit on the Spurs. I don't know what that was even about. I yeah. think the Warriors just got on everyone's head. And it's like they're going to go out, and it's like, what if they they only win three in five years, and that's their run? It just seems like, no, they were way better than this. They't they, like, they shouldn't be forgotten like this. They shouldn't be just like, "Oh, they just happened to win three out of five. They were pretty good. It's like, no, this yeah. is such a dominant team. This was
2: Oh yeah. And I think the weird thing is too, is like with Duran out now, I feel like people are forgetting still I mean, maybe myself included, how good Golden State really still is. I mean, with Curry, with Thompson, with Draymond, with with cousins, still, it's like this team can still very much win this finals.
1: Yeah. I, I disagree. I think with uh, Looney is now out again. Yeah, he's broken. Um
0: next
2: man up, maybe Andrew Bogut. <laughs> yeah.
1: They are so thin. They are thin. They're so tired. Injured. I think I think they Kevin Durant's injury carried them through. And I think so it's you, gonna be one of the all time historic greats, and it's gonna go even though the Warriors will lose, it'll be part of Clay and stuff. So when do you think resume. they'll lose then?
0: I say game seven.
1: I think they will lose game six. I think they, they haven't even been competitive really in those t-
2: So I think they'll get through game six because it depends on the start because I think the crowd is going to be very hyped up because of the fact that they're back home. Durant's injury. They'll probably do a little like, I mean, I don't know if they'll do a little tribute thing to him, but they'll do like, the he'll be out there. They'll, you know, the players will be pumped up. If they get out hot and they have momentum, carry them, and they somehow find themselves at halftime up by double digits, like, and like more so to the side of like 15, 16 points, not like 10, 11, then I think they Pull, pull that away I think Toronto might get to a point where they're just kind of like we'll just go in it in Toronto but I think if it does go to game 7 that's when I get scared for Golden State but at least if it does get to a game 7 I can at least as Andy likes to help me out with hedge a bet here but if it, if it goes to game 7 though that it might become like mentally draining but then at the same time Golden State's been in here before most of these players most of these Raptor players have other than Leonard and then it's the whole mental thing of we were up 3-1 now it's 3-3 and it just kind of gets like, ooh, what's going to happen?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be that much of a concern. I don't think Toronto necessarily choked last night. Oh, no,
2: I don't think so either. No, I think no. Golden State just played as a hundred. Yeah, how many threes did Golden State hit? A lot. I'll look it up. So, I mean, it was the fact that they had to play the perfect Golden State basketball to win. Like we said, even DeMarcus Cousins did pretty well at one point.
0: So, I mean. Yeah. So, they... Uh, 20 of 42, whereas Toronto is 8 of 32. Okay, so yeah, I mean, 23. Is Almost cool. 50%. They, they hit the key shots, and I mean, if they can do that again, I mean, this is their last game at Oracle.
2: I mean, yeah, anything can, anything can happen. I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, who knows? Maybe
1: some other minority owners will, like, push Kawhi yeah. Leonard and he'll get hurt. <laughs> They're
0: going to trip him or something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting how... Uh, ruckus that crowd is
0: at the very least just a good game i'll be fine with anything and honestly after like thinking about it last night i was like i don't want them to be a team on the list of having a a three-peat i i like how the lakers are the last team to do it
1: yeah, well, that, that's what's upsetting to me is because this, this team is yeah. way better than the Lakers' run.
0: It's a different league. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You can't. It's yeah, Kobe to a, Jordan, you can't league. do it.
2: I'll say this team might be better, but the NBA was better in the Lakers' run. I think.
0: Yeah, what
1: do you mean the teams around them. Yeah, I don't think so at all. No, I think I think this Houston last year and Toronto this year are both teams that are title type teams that. But I mean, when you look at that early Lakers team, there was the Kings
2: were a very good team. The Blazers were a good team oh, then. Yeah. It's a bonus that
1: one year, and then they fell apart. The, if you look at those Spurs years, the Spurs were not that good.
2: Yeah. I, okay. You know what? Then I'm thinking about one year in specific. I am thinking about the first one they won when they beat the sick, when they beat the Pacers, where I think that was the year, right? When uh,
1: that's when they beat Portland, and, and Portland was that's good. That's when Shaq
2: had the dunk, right? Yeah. Well, what series was it where Donna, the ref, was like fixing games? A that was against Kings. the Kings. Yeah, but was that before Portland? It was at that, that same King, year?
1: Kings were the last li- year the Lakers won.
2: Okay. Well, so. then I don't know. There were some good teams. The East, though, I don't remember if the East was very deep. I think that was no, the problem. No, they one.
1: ran through uh, all those teams. They, I think they only lost two total games in those three finals. Damn. So, East, East was. That's when the East turned to trash. Was That yeah. was like, when Jordan retired there the Knicks won- yeah. Made the finals The previous year As an eight seed Yeah Without not? Patrick Ewing When did was, What
2: year did they lose To the Spurs
1: That was the year before The Lakers run Ewing
2: got hurt right Or something yeah. I thought he played hurt
1: He was hurt through Some of the run And yeah I think he was He was not like Totally healthy
2: Was that a Mark Jackson point guard there Or was
1: that Charlie Ward I don't remember actually. Hmm Irrelevant Yeah, yeah. 1999 <laughs> Knicks Great, <Yeah>. great <laughs> who, season Who would have
2: thought We would be talking about that yeah.
1: Exactly well, I think uh, we found our way To talk about that team Like three times already so. yeah we wrapped have actually we, we brought, brought up the Allen Houston shot yeah. like
2: two weeks ago it's gonna be our thing man we're gonna have to start putting like little posters in here uh, <laughs> Alan yeah Houston posters
1: I think maybe Van Gundy's like incepting us during yeah, the game probably or probably yes <laughs> so remember uh, that time I held on to Alonzo Morning's leg
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he talks about all the, all the time all right well let's wrap up basketball unless you guys have anything else uh, to, I think, I think to uh, add considered it wrapped. and uh yeah. before we get into the Stanley Cup playoffs that whole portion of the podcast was brought to you by Simple Dog, the leash that is quicker and easier, and it works with your dog's current harness or collar. You guys know what I'm talking about. For a limited time, Tony's Steak listeners can get 25% off and free shipping when you use promo code Tony. That's T-O-N-Y. So head to SimpleDoggy.com. that's two Gs, and use promo code Tony for 25% off and free shipping. Guys, you're going to love this leash. It is the leash you've been waiting for. All right. What uh what do you guys say we talk some uh Stanley Cup? Yeah, I uh let me get started on this one. So Game 6 was Sunday.
2: St. Louis Blues up 3-2. They're at home. They've never won a Stanley Cup. They've won two in a row. They've looked good. Place is loud. They're excited. Even uh our producer's favorite TV character Pam from The Office yeah. was there. She even got to talk uh on the screen it was actually pretty funny so the the actor that plays uh Jim uh John Krasinski, John Krasinski, is from Boston he's a huge Boston supporter so he's a big Bruins fan and she's from St. Louis she's a big uh or the Missouri area or whatever I don't know if she's exactly from St. Louis but she's a blues fan nonetheless and they were tweeting back and forth at each other messing around and she tweeted and said who would have thought that Pam's gonna end up going home with Stanley because of the Stanley Ooh, Cup. Pretty so it's, good. Uh, it's, it was pretty funny. And he even said, ouch, is that how you're going to do that? Like, whatever. It was pretty funny like how they were bickering at each other back and forth. But uh, anyway, regardless, uh, the Blues came out. And uh, for a team that was trying to win a Stanley Cup at home, it was one of the worst performances I think I've ever seen. It was pretty bad.
1: I thought St. Louis already won. I saw that poster. Yeah. So I thought so, they already won the Stanley yeah, Cup. Yeah.
2: So there, another big thing about that was they apparently had, like, a website <laughs> That already was congratulating them for winning the Stanley Cup. They had made T-shirts and posters, and literally had already announced them champions and planned parties. And you just can't do that because all that's going to do is fire up the other team even more. Well, I mean,
1: everyone does it. You just can't. Well, you leak can't let it, it be known. You can't put it out and there. And it was
2: leaked. And uh, they just came out so flat. I mean, you got to give credit where credit's due. Boston played well. Tuka Rask, their goalie, had a fantastic game, made some incredible saves, but it was just awful the only goal they scored was originally a safe they had to review it and see how it barely crossed the line to even count and they had their chances and i mean they were on like i think they went over six on the power play like they had their chances and they just didn't play like a team hungry enough and now they travel to boston the game seven is tomorrow and frankly i wouldn't be surprised if st louis doesn't even fly to boston they might just want to stay home and say you know what we quit because the way they played on sunday was pathetic you sound like an assistant coach. I sound like someone. Why even
1: get on the plane if you're going to play like that? <laughs> That's <how laughs> From I feel. the
2: South? Because yeah. I'd like them I mean, Andy, That's come football on. football coach. I know you're cheering for St. Louis.
1: Yeah, obviously. I can't see Boston win another one, another title, <laughs> not the Bruins themselves, although they've won one pretty recently. Yeah, I think like within the last yeah. four years. You know, years. Happy Gilmore's going to right now. Will Tuca Rask not go to the White House in honor of his predecessor? His what? His predecessor, it was uh, the Bruins goalie at the time. The first time oh, I Tim had heard Thomas. of a guy deciding I'm not going to the White House. And now, like, it's a, just a gamble who's going to the White House or not. Yeah,
2: That's the new thing. Yeah. The Only the college football players, like, you know, now he bribes <laughs> them with a bunch of fast food. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, like, 14 Red Sox players went. And it was, like, a big deal. Because, <laughs> like, a bunch didn't. and Including the manager. Because he's like, I'm from Puerto Rico. And my island almost flooded and you did sh- that's, right.
2: that's why he was upset, huh?
1: Yeah. But, well, back to the yeah, Stanley Cup. I, like
2: we say, we always like to just update on hockey. We really don't have, like, huge opinions on it. I Honestly, it's, uh, I'm excited to see a game seven, so I'll give it that. It's not like I'm a diehard Blues fan. So it would just be cool to see them win their first one. But I have to say I am happy that there is a game seven that's exciting, the finest Stanley Cup, especially if yeah. somehow that game floats into overtime because then you're looking at sudden death and, oh. That'll be awesome. So that's actually honestly what I'm hoping for is overtime.
1: Being at home isn't as much of an advantage in hockey. No, yeah, so I agree. I, I, you've got to still give the I Blues the a good chance. I think the
2: biggest home advantage – Well, what do you think the biggest home advantage is in sports?
1: Um,
2: I have what I think it is, but then there's yeah, I, sport. Yeah, I'm sure there's then.
1: numbers. You would think it's basketball? I think it's basketball also. Because there's travel involved in like, I was teams almost, might just get in the previous – I was previous. almost
2: going to say baseball, but – That's only because you get to bat last of your home. But in my opinion, with baseball, no amount of fan cheering can all of a sudden make you be like, you know what, I'm going to hit
1: this 88-mile-an-hour curveball. Yeah. Mike Trout's like, oh, the wave. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to take a walk. (laughs) Yeah. That's (laughs) all he does. No, Andy. We'll get there.
2: (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah, I I honestly just hope for a good game. If that game goes in overtime, I think that would be awesome. Because I remember when the Chicago Blackhawks won in overtime – like eight years ago or something like that, and it was pretty exciting. It's exciting to see, be a, a walk
1: off goal, so be uh, cheering for a good game tomorrow night. And uh, you should watch because I think the uh, post game, whatever you want to call it, in for the Stanley Cup is the best in sports. Okay, where they all get to skate around with the cup. I think oh, yeah. I think that's the best. Oh, I agree. It's stupid like Roger Goodell giving a truck away is just bullshit. Yeah, but that is a good moment. So.
2: it really is and I really enjoyed it when it was like when you do get to see some of those teams that have guys that have been in the league for a long time and have never won like one of my favorite sports moments actually in all of sports is when the avalanche won it years ago and it was Raymond bork's first time winning he was in the league for 22 years or something and it's like that famous thing where it's tradition that the captain is the first person to lift the cup but Joe Sakic was the captain at the time and he got it he took the picture with it with the commissioner and immediately handed it over to Bork And let him be the first one to lift it. And that whole like little sequence is really cool about how like then how the announcer says like after 22 years, Raymond Bork, like literally as he's lifting it. So that was one of my favorite sports moments. So I do agree. The hockey after they win, it is a very cool moment how everybody gets a chance to pick it up. And it is the most like they always say it is the biggest prize in sports. It's the most dope exciting trophy in sports. So and it's it's only with you for like a year travels around cereal out of it. And that's what's also crazy to think about for all those people out there is that all the kissing on it, all the—I'm sure they polish, they polish it and stuff. But people—that's another cool thing it. though about that we, without the Stanley Cup, is every player gets it for like what is it like a week or something? Or like I a mean, day. I
1: don't know if there's any law behind it, just yeah. the team gets to do it. But. but I mean, if we had a goose on here, he'd
2: be able to tell us more. He's our hockey and bartender and bar etiquette expert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, what do we got uh, what do we got next? What's oh. next on the docket?
0: Keep it moving, we can go with uh, some David Ortiz. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, this is uh, not a not as lighthearted of a story. No. Um
2: I've actually still yet to see the video.
1: I did watch the video. I, it's it. Just, I don't want to see was, it. it. It's it's very hard to see, but you do yeah, see a guy walk up um and he shoots Ortiz in the back, right through the back and so it first came out, oh, it was a botched robbery, and it's like, no, he didn't do anything. It was he just walked up there, pulled a gun out, and shot him, so there was no this was an assassination attempt or something. I I, I don't know. Well,
2: here's my thing though, with it being an assassination attempt. If that guy wanted to kill Ortiz, he could have.
1: Yeah, that's 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 part what's of it. even more crazy about yeah. it.
2: And I was also told that apparently they did catch the guy, like his people, and they started beating beat the, the shit, shit out of him. him. yeah. And apparently someone said, like, No, don't kill him. Let's find out why he did this, and then I don't even
1: know if they're I haven't heard anything about why did this guy do it? And I guess the moral of the story is, like, who really knows? Because it's law, lawlessness down there. Yeah. I, I don't... It's hard for me to say because I'm just not in their position. Like, why do they keep... Why do they hang out there? It's nothing but trouble. Because we've oh, had multiple been, guys saying that. die, get kidnapped. Luis Valbuena. Get get themselves in trouble. Whether you know, And I'm
2: pretty sure with Luis Valbuena, he's the one that died over, I think, last...
1: Not that long ago. It was
2: in the, It was during the off season. So I want to say yeah. the winter or something, and he died in uh, in a car accident. And they said like his brakes have been like tampered with. I want to say or something. And then right when he crashed and died, he was like robbed. So it's like these people planted out there. And then it's like Oscar Tavares was the rookie phenom, the young phenom that died out there. And then Wilson Ramos was kidnapped. <laughs> I mean, it's
1: crazy. Yeah, it's. It's like, know, it's like it's hard to tell people don't go back to your yeah, where Your, your home country. Um but like I don't know, they gotta figure something out. Use use all your your fame and fortune to I'm sure they do to try to make it a better place and it's just it's hard, but it's yeah. So it's sad. You don't want to travel around with, you know, private security, but David Ortiz probably could have afforded to. Yeah. Um he will now. He has been taken um moved to Boston to be with his I guess his fans kind of a strange thing to go all the way up there um i said he's in stable condition yeah but, we're, lucky. And he's I mean, blocked, we're lucky to but... still
2: have david ortiz i mean he easily could have been shot and killed there yeah he was always one of the more likable baseball players like just after the game and everything he's was an awesome hitter to get to watch i mean it's uh, it's very fortunate that he is still alive and whatnot so i mean that's i guess where you just got to look at the positives with that is it could have been worse and thankfully he is still alive and whoever that guy is that shot him for whatever his reason was, I have to imagine he was either just some person that went, I don't know if it was a solo mission or if he was sent by someone, I have to imagine he was sent by a bigger group. Of yeah. Men. I mean, it c- could, it have, could been.
1: have been some sort of organized crime. There was like, if you come back to this town, we will kill you or something, unless you give us money. And yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. just, you don't know down there. You don't want to, you don't want to think the worst. It's like, Oh, you don't want to be so dismissive. But then you see stuff like this, and it's like, come on, guys.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Can't we I all agree. just get along? Yeah.
2: Well, what of, uh, Well, moving on. What we're we going
0: right? to get into some uh, women's soccer. But before we do that, Andy, before we do that, we have Joe Kelly and Dave Roberts. Yeah. Andy, I'll so, let you lead this off since this is your team.
1: Yeah, so we don't get into, like, the <laughs> – Smallest of details in baseball. And I said we're going to do kind of like a m- mid-season review coming up. Um, but this was something that happened last night I think we're talking about, especially because it's local. The Angels and Dodgers. Say, yeah,
2: it's more of like the local sports. I mean, we yeah. should be covering more of our local teams yeah. from time to time. The
1: Angels and Dodgers uh, play a couple series every year um, in interleague play. And they've been playing uh, – they played last night, playing again today, I assume.
2: Yeah, they're actually currently playing right
1: now, Andy. Do yeah. you know the score? No. It is 5-0 Angels. <laughs> wow. So uh, the Dodgers are – they had the best record in baseball. I don't know if they have it anymore after yeah. they did lose. Houston but, no. won today too. Yeah, they've been been—they've been on an incredible streak. They haven't lost a series since April. Well, they um, we got some
2: work to do tonight.
1: Yeah, sounds like uh, they're going to have to do a lot to win this series. I they
2: still can. That lineup is very good. Yeah. Especially against righties, which is what they're going against tonight.
1: So last night they had their uh, their best pitcher, the NL Cy Young favorite, Hingin Rio. He's had an incredible season. And he had another solid game, I think six six or seven innings, and one he run.
2: six innings, one run. But what I will say, because I watched that game, he got in a little bit of a jam in the sixth, and that's what I think forced him to throw an extra 10 to 15 pitches. And I think that was the difference between him not coming out in the seventh, which ended up,
1: you know. Yeah. So the Dodgers bullpen, I mean, despite the Dodgers being great, it's been – a bit of an adventure, so they yeah. signed a guy uh, a local kid named Joe Kelly to be kind of like their top setup man coming off of a uh, a ring yeah, so the reason they really like Joe Kelly is because he uh thoroughly dominated the Dodgers in the World Series, and uh, they've had some history with Joe Kelly and it's like oh he's a local kid we'll bring him in uh, give him a, I think like eight million a year good money for a guy who's gonna only has to play like you know fifty games a year or something um He's been absolutely miserable. I think he he blew two saves and had a loss in like the first five games of the season, and just he never like turned it around. And he hasn't been in a close game in over a month. Kind of he pitches when they have a big lead or if they're down by a lot. Um, well, he came in in a tie game last night and. Uh,
2: uh, yeah, let me. Uh, so I watched that game last night. As I imagine you did also.
1: Well, I followed. I don't have access to watch the games because it's a... Oh, I I would have because it was an Angels game. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Okay.
2: (laughs) Be thankful you didn't, Andy, because I'm sure you would have woke up some roommates. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, let me just... That uh, inning where Joe Kelly came in, it was the bottom of the eighth, and this is how it started for him. Otani walked, and then he was able to strike out Calhoun looking, but with Calhoun up, he decided to try to pick off uh, Otani and instead just threw it to uh, like the second base Like he threw it away from the first baseman when I watched Joe Kelly last night too it seemed like a guy that's just the focus isn't there he throws it away and then he's pitching they end up intentionally walking Brian Goodwin after that and then while he's pitching to Goodwin I mean while he's pitching to LaCroix he throws a wild pitch Goodwin goes to second Otani goes to third then he ends up walking Trout and then there was the whole little fielder's choice. To, I mean, not Trout, I'm sorry, LaCroix. Then there was the whole fielder's choice to Tovar, where he hit the little ball. And I, uh, I can't remember who it was. He came charging in. And he threw it to Martin, but he threw it a little high, so Martin had to jump up, and then Otani slid in. And then after that, he ends up throwing another wild pitch, which scored Goodwin. And then he was able to strike out the next two batters because, I mean, he can strike guys out. I mean, he's, not, he's got good stuff when he's on. But it was just, it was more so to me yesterday that was frustrating watching him, was how it was happening. It was a walk, and then it was a wild throw to the first baseman trying to pick off Otani. Then it was another walk. Then it was a wild pitch. Then it was another walk. And then there was a a run. And then there was another, then there was another wild pitch that led. I mean, there was like three wild pitches, including like the throw to the first baseman, and then like three walks. And it was just kind of like, dude, and there was another wild pitch, actually, that I remember that happened that they didn't even advance on. So it doesn't even go down as, like, showing in the
1: stats as a wild pitch because no one
2: advanced. But there was another wild. I mean, he threw three or four wild pitches, and
1: then. Yeah, it's, it happens sometimes. But Players just completely lose it. So what I will ask is,
2: I've never been, I mean, I'm not even a big Dodger fan. I mean, I don't mind the Dodgers. You know, when they've been in the World Series the last two years, I've cheered for them more than, I mean, I was cheering for them last year, obviously, another you know, local team. But I've never been a fan of Dave Roberts as a manager, especially the way he manages the pitchers. I've just never liked it. Last night, I mean, the best hitter, one of the best, the best hitter, best player in baseball, trial, Trout's coming up. There's a runner on first. There's two outs. It's a 3-1 game. Stripling's got two outs. I mean, did you like that move? To, I mean, obviously, we just know what happened. Trout hit a, a game-tying home run, but... Would you have kept Stripling in, or did you like that they brought in Floro? Without no, knowing what was going to normally, happen.
1: Normally, it seems like, oh yeah, Floro is just a bit better, but he's actually been kind of bad in well, the I last month. I mean, Stripling month. got and
2: the two outs. It's like, let it, him just go for it.
1: That's that's the, the problem with the, I like... Stripling's got better stuff than Floro, right? Because Stripling used to have some good... He had a good starts. year as a starter last year. Yeah. But Floro had been better for the most part of the season, but he's struggling now. And the problem is just they just they don't know what to... It's, it's hard to know who to go with. Yeah. When everyone's kind of bad, and obviously it's easy to look back on see oh, what yeah, happened. of course, yeah. Um, and
2: then my last thing I have to ask is, why did he never take Kelly
1: out? <laughs>
2: was it just one of those things where I'm just going to watch him burn? Yeah.
1: I mean, the thing that like was
2: almost like a parenting moment. It doesn't
1: matter. This doesn't matter. That I think that's
2: no, it is. And I know Dave Robertson. I mean, I might not be able to like, and maybe I don't like him because I feel like some of the times I've gotten burned from him is you know having bets on the game, and whatnot, but. You are right. I mean, what can I say? Dave Roberts, whether I like him or not, has been to two straight World Series. He obviously does know how to – and that's always been his biggest thing is he's pulled guys with no hitters in the eighth inning because of, you know, not wanting to burn them out. So you're saying it's just a stripling thing then. It might be a stripling thing. (laughs) That was him. Well, I was upset about that. I do remember that because the next batter had a goddamn home run.
1: Yeah, some of this is just timing where it's like – but he's also just – he's been stuck with a – a bullpen even though like they haven't been like the worst it seems like they're always unclutch if that's yeah. if that's the right word where it's like someone like P- Pedro Baez is just kind of like reviled but he's actually like over the years been a pretty good relief pitcher yeah. but it just always seems like he'll do something really bad in a big situation so. yeah but uh yeah. Dodgers
2: are on the board now Andy your boy hit a solo home run to center Max Muncie.
1: yeah which i he had a good I almost
2: wanted to talk about but I didn't really see it enough but I'd like actually I will talk about it while we're here his little scuffle with Madison Bumgarner this week I don't see a problem with it players are bat flipping players are getting excited Madison Bumgarner is just I think at the end of his time and he's just he's not as dominant as he once was and I think he just doesn't like the bats getting flipped to him but guess what then dude don't serve up a bomb
1: yeah it's a weird thing where it's like he doesn't he doesn't want players to do stuff, but then he's like, well, it's the new league, so they got to let me be me as well. And it's like, so like you being you is yelling at players for being themselves. It's, like it's, it's a paradox. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Muncy played it well, just like he said.
2: I loved it. The whole time around the bases, he barked at him,
1: well, it, And I loved it, too, because
2: Muncy was basically kind of like come at me because it's kind of like Muncy's a, a big boy. That is a country-fed white boy. Yeah. I don't know where he's from, but I assume it's somewhere in the middle of the country.
1: Could, could be, could not be. Um, but I, I loved what Muncy said. If you don't want to watch me stare at the ball, you can go fish the ball out of the ocean. I like that. <laughs> because it's not often you see the ball go into the bay. That's uh, a, that was a big anymore. point of there contention. Was, there was a, he called there was it the ocean. People in San Francisco do not want you to call that the ocean. Yeah, there they was, get pissed. Yeah. There was
2: a man once upon a time that used to hit a few into that bay. Yeah. And I'm not talking about Jason Bay. I
1: don't think he ever played for the <laughs>
2: Giants, <laughs> but... Have, I'm sure he played there, though. Well, uh, what do we uh? Shall we got on tap? What's shall we
0: next? Jump into uh, some women's oh, soccer. Yes, please. Okay, so
2: I actually so we I had it on at work today, so I watched most of both the games. And let me tell you, <laughs> watching women's USA compared to watching any other team is like night and day. I watched a little bit of the Chile Sweden game this morning pretty tough to watch, if I'm being honest. the Watching Chile play was horrendous. They just, they, when they kick the ball, it's not very hard. They're not running very fast. And then you go and see, and even Sweden, I mean, Sweden controlled a lot of the game, but and they're a lot, they were a lot taller. They dominated most of it. But they didn't look very good out there or whatever. They ended up winning 2-0 or whatever. And Sweden's supposed to be one of the better teams. I think they're like a top-five team in the uh, top-five country or whatever. But uh, then you watch USA play. And oh my God, I mean, I know they only played Thailand. They ended up winning by a historical route of 13 to zero. Alex Morgan had uh, five goals and it was, I watched it and it was, oh man, it was fun to watch. It was, but the way they played, they're fast. They kick it hard. Like one girl did a move and she struck it and it was like, dude, I thought I was watching guy soccer for a second. Like she hit the shit out of that ball. Like if I was a goalie and she kicked it at me like that, I probably just ducked out of the fucking way, dude. Like, that was a rocket. And then, also, a lot of the people were kind of, not upset, but a lot of people I was talking to were kind of like, I can't believe they're just continuing to do this because I watched the game, and they were up, like, 8-0, to 9-0, 10-0, and still putting pressure and pressure and just trying to score. Like, they were just trying to embarrass this country, and they did. And then, you know, everyone's got their opinions. I've heard some people say, like, oh, wow, man, they should have just stopped, like, blah, blah, blah. But then I also heard the announcer say she thought it actually was – them being respectful by continuing to play hard and not just basically being like, oh, this is over, we're not going to try. Because them continuing to play hard has to force Thailand to continue to play hard. But then in the hindsight of the, all of it, a tiebreaker to go on to the next round is point dif- is goal differential. And when you already are minus uh, 13, you, you better pray USA does that to uh, someone else also.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I you didn't know. get to watch any of it, unfortunately. I did see the score, and that was insane.
1: Yeah, it was a, uh, it was pretty wild. Yeah, it's you got to think a lot of these countries, like, if women have equal rights, how long ago did they even get them? So, like <laughs> how, how good are their women's <laughs> That's sports programs? Exactly program? where
2: Andy went, huh? Also, I will say, I knew it would be high scoring. I'm actually, I'm not gonna lie, I did have a bet on the game. I had over five and a half goals, which, uh, needless go. to oh. say, was very easy. Uh, Alex Morgan almost did it herself, but. uh also when i first saw the game i was very excited when i had uh, when i I was very confident with my bet because uh if you saw thailand's goalie i want to tell you at five foot four maybe
1: (laughs) you cannot be that short as a goalie maybe she's the tallest woman in the country i don't know
2: she may have been but it was uh it was interesting but uh usa will they should uh, hopefully have a pretty I'm not going to say easy path because there are some good teams out there. I don't know who they are, but I know there are some like Germany I think is supposed to be good and South Korea or Japan or something. So we'll see. I think the way they played, I mean, because they got a lot of new uh, women on this team, if I'm not mistaken, compared to the last year's. Like our girl Hope Solo isn't there anymore. But uh, they got a couple of new girls that are pretty good. So I don't know their names, but I know they're new. We'll they're learn guys. their names. We will learn their names. exactly.
0: But, uh, Yeah. All right, well, uh, before we get into the U.S. Open and Rory McIlroy, let's talk uh, Le'Veon Bell. He had a little issue with a robbery from his girlfriend. Girlfriends. There's uh, multiple.
1: Yeah, I just saw a a small story that he had. Um, You know, just some, like, loose things, like, uh, you know, jewelry stolen from his home in Florida. Um, about five hundred thousand dollars, you know, just five hundred thousand dollars worth of loose jewelry, in your, you know, second home. I guess that's not a big deal. Um, but what really uh stuck out to me, yeah, it was. They believe stolen fr- by his girlfriends. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on with him, but, and is that really, a robbery? But.
0: I mean, yeah, I think so.
1: I mean, I. I I like that it's just—it's not even like a big deal. It's like, oh yeah, his his girlfriends did it, and they they colluded. That's the lifestyles, of the rich, the and famous. Yeah. Andy. yeah.
0: I like that they work together though as a team. Yeah, you that's know, that's he's got to respect that. I
1: feel like this is a movie that needs to be made. But yeah, I know.
0: Uh, Ocean's uh, three. Yeah.
1: Tony doesn't mind seeing him lose uh, some money after he uh, stole some of his joy by not playing for the Steelers this year.
2: Yeah, I uh. Le'Veon Bell, though, I will say I'm not as upset with him as I am with Antonio Brown, because Le'Veon Bell, his situation was the Steelers just didn't want to, just didn't pay him. It wasn't like he was, like it was one of those things. Needed the money. If they if they paid him, well now I see why everybody's stealing from him. But if they would have paid him his money, he would have happily still been a Steeler. It was just the fact that they didn't want to pay him, so he stood his ground. I mean, you have to, uh, to some extent, I guess, sort of respect that that he did stand his ground, say you're not going to play me, I'm not going to play, and he didn't. Will he do well on the Jets? Probably not. I mean, I won't say he'll do bad. I mean, I think he'll do better than most, but it's going to be tough to be a good running back on that team. But uh, we'll see. Antonio Brown's the one that upsets me the most, and uh, that should be a good transition to what we have to talk about next.
1: Because yep. we'll be seeing more of Antonio Brown.
2: Uh, for all you HBO yeah. subscribers out there, uh, Hard Knocks has announced their new team this year that they're going to follow, and... It is who we thought it was going to be, which is—I was trying not to—the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> well, Andy, you sounded like you were coming up for water. I was about to sneeze, or for air. but I was
1: able to hold off. But you know, his little laughing That was big. That was smooth. You're I didn't sneezed. sneeze. At
0: so
2: well, I think Andy, the no reason why known. is because we all know how the people might not know, but we know how you sneeze. I did not think it was going to be
1: smooth. Yeah, and I didn't—I held off, which is bad for you over here, yeah. but
0: you got to
2: let out three We're all humans. We all sneeze. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the Oakland Raiders are going to be doing hard knocks. And we were talking about how it seems like they are – we're almost trying to get hard knocks because they have Antonio Brown, who's a big diva now. They have Vontez Perfect, who I'm pretty sure has murdered at least three or four people in his life. And then they have our boy Richie Incognito, who we talked about last week, who is a head case. So, honestly, they picked the right team. This will be great television. you got John Gruden, second year at the helm. You got Antonio Brown, first year with the Raiders, who has totally sold himself out. Vontez Berwick, who might kill someone because it's on HBO. I think you might be allowed to do that. And then Richie Incognito, who also might kill someone.
1: Yeah, and it's also the NFL. So, like, most of the random guys on their team are probably crazy people, too. So, yeah, there's there's some promise there.
2: Oh, yeah, it's going to be – I'm honestly excited for it. It's going to be good football to watch.
1: Yeah, I think, like, Gruden will be, like, selling, doing commercials during the show. He just doesn't know how to get out of that mode. He'll be drinking a Corona on the sideline.
0: You can't help yourself sometimes. No, you can't. All right, well, do we want to get into our final sports subject of the evening? The U.S. Open and uh, Sir McElroy. I knighted him just now.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's, he's not the favorite. He's up there, but the reason why I want to lead off with him is he, uh, he just recently won the Canadian Open.
0: Yeah, thanks for waiting so, to do it for this one. I could have won a goddamn free driver a couple weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's funny.
1: Yeah, so uh, Rory outside of the majors has been like spectacular this year. Um, and last weekend he had just a crazy weekend, won, I don't know, by like over 10 strokes, but he finished with a, a 61. So really quickly, on the site I use, Rory actually has become the
2: favorite. Okay. Well. Which doesn't surprise me because he's coming off that hot week. But golf is one of those sports where – it doesn't really matter, in my opinion, what you do the week before. It's just always so different. But anyway, go yeah. on,
1: Andy. So yeah, he had a sixty-one and actually had a was on pace, I said, for a fifty-nine. Um, but he bogeyed two of the last three holes, which he probably had such a big lead, he wasn't even, you know, just trying to protect the lead there. I don't know, or not taking it as much as serious. But um, yeah, that was a big week for him, and maybe the Canadian Open is worth more than the U.S. Open now with you know Toronto being the best NBA team that maybe the canadian open should be the the fourth major here but but it is not and this weekend is the third of four majors the u.s open um in pebble beach that's that's a big deal yeah i'd like to be I mean, there for it's, that it's just it's more pleasant to watch there than some of the other locations they have it at i love me so, some pebble beach so yeah i think it's it's definitely the premier location i got to walk um, the
0: 18th hole at a Older persons tournament. Yep. I know that's not what they like to hear it called, but you understand what I meant. So uh the
1: senior tour. Yeah.
2: So the favorites is really quick in that, and this is why golf is fun to kind of bet on. I always forget to do it, but it's because even the favorite is nine to one at Roy yeah. McElroy.
1: So I have on CBS some different odds, but so well, I blind,
2: have the thing with this is it's literal so betting. Yeah. yeah.
1: So this one they have Dustin Johnson at seven to one, Brooks Kepka, Kepka eight to one. He's the defending or yeah. not. The, he might be the defending champ too, but he's the uh, one, yeah. the last major. Kepka's the guy to put some money on. I can't on the remember line. if he won US Open last year too. Um, and then Tiger at, and Rory at ten to one. So Tiger's so, still gonna be getting too much. So this site,
2: the site I use right now has it at Rory at the favorite at nine to one. Actually technically plus eight ninety, but basically yeah. nine to one. And then Dustin Johnson also nine to one. So basically the same. And then Kepka at ten to one and then Tiger twelve to one. But you know who I kinda like, Andy? A local boy.
1: Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Patrick Cantley.
2: 18 to 1. He just won something, I think, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But also, the reason why I kind of like him is because this tournament's in Pebble Beach, right? At Pebble Beach. Pretty, not too far away.
1: Uh, does that ever matter, though? Is he going to commute? I just feel like yeah, he's going to not... know. My
2: whole thing is that maybe a lot of family goes yeah, to it. Yeah, he could have some. And big also, cheering. I'm sure being as good as he's been or is, I'm sure he golfed there maybe a little bit as a younger man
0: yeah i'll tell you what anyone who knows Maybe. him they're not going to miss the opportunity to go up to pebble oh, yeah beach. that's what i'm
2: saying it's not even just going to be family it's going to be friends yeah. too i went to preschool with him yeah.
1: that could be some man, good I'm sure good, good crossover with um big little lies also back on the air which,
0: yeah we'll get into that on so, the entertainment podcast uh just came back for uh, season two of the
1: miniseries so if you don't know that takes place in monterey, monterey which is where pebble beach is i mean it's the monterey bay yeah it's like they're the, technically different cities or something I it's like know.
0: coming f- to going to newport beach from here yeah i i stayed in carmel yeah. it's all the
1: monterey there. bay yeah so a wonderful place
0: general. you should anyone who hasn't been should go yeah i would love to go back
1: there's even a mission there
0: there is and an aquarium yeah well uh yeah. anything else to uh to do on the uh u.s open here
1: I mean, there's not really like a whole lot to pre. I, I mean, we're not. I didn't think
0: so. I just didn't want yeah, to we're cut it off. We're, I mean, we're yeah, big don't know. golfers, but we're not very big. Yeah. Is Bryson
1: golf. DeChambeau's shoulder like a little, you know, stiff? He's at fifty to one. He seems he's he's been up uh, there in some of these tournaments. Well, the other thing I was say too so. is how uh, Spieth is twenty to
2: one. I remember it seems like yesterday Spieth was always like one or first or second favorite. Yeah, yeah he's, he's gone downhill a little.
0: little. Yeah.
2: He uh, did well when he could, but yeah. Yeah. I it'll I just, be a good
0: tournament to watch. Yeah. All right. I'll just
2: say if I had to put my money on someone I would say Can'tley. not leave I like 18 to 1 odds I think he's been playing well he was up there at the Masters he won something a couple weeks ago from like what an hour and a half away from this place grew up ish probably where do you t-
1: think Pebble Beach is where did he th- grow up where is Pebble Beach then it's
2: like
0: four hours from
1: Monterey here. oh my god yeah. what's like the
0: one in San Diego area
2: Tory Pines. Tory Pines. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> okay, that, that's different. Something.
0: He's no. It's no. I take it all back. <laughs> it's like an hour and a half from
1: San Francisco.
2: Give me I Dustin Johnson.
1: <laughs> I, I would love to see Dustin Johnson win. I don't know. I don't know enough to say like, what oh, is his course or something, but yeah, he, I definitely don't either.
2: Yeah, everything I said back,
0: I thought he was like an hour away. Uh, <laughs> oh, if he was, I'd say, shit, let's go. Um, all that's right, true, well, huh? let's uh, let's close with that. Um It's been a pretty solid sports podcast. You've been listening to episode 118 of the Tony's Take Podcast. Like I said, it was sports. Make sure you hit that subscribe, share with a friend, and check out our entertainment pod. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we had Tony Katz. Yes, we did. And the off-road Andy.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: We'll see you later. (sighs)